Welcome to the Emo Social Club podcast, broadcasting to you live from EmoSocialClub.tv. I'm Brian. And I'm Lizzie. And uh, welcome. We're the Emo Social Club podcast. We're really tired. It has been a week. It has been a weekend. We're it just trying to do our best. That's, <laughs> it's been that's a life, literally. It's been a lifetime. <laughs> what you did to me. Uh, it's the Emo Social Club podcast. Uh, we are the podcast about music, news, cool bands, rad people, good conversations. You know, the thing, the thing, I guess, you know, the things you come to a podcast for. Yeah, the things I would hope you would come to a podcast for. I mean, there's chaos, but, you know, we try to keep it at a relatively it's, uh, neutral level. I'd like it's very to neutral chaos. Yeah. Chaotic neutral is our podcast. Uh, this week we are, we have an episode with Cathedral Bells, uh, Matt from the band. We start yeah. off the podcast by the, like not calling him by his name. And calling well, him you by also, the band. when, when we, uh, did this interview this was a couple of weeks ago for buddy plot twist here where plot. you even said like we should probably introduce you by your name and i'm like yeah, yeah brian you can't just call people by their band names you introduce them <laughs> so that's on you oh my God. uh on your notes anyway yes so we recorded this episode a little while ago uh we we've got a lot of guests that from february it was kind of a wild month so uh welcome to march Hope you're enjoying it. Oh, uh, before we get into our conversation, Lizzie, what what is going on with you? What do you got going on? Existential dread. Um, <laughs> um, I I've been off of TikTok because I've been trying to figure out what to do with it. Plus, I'm I'm just so tired and trying to figure out my own shit out. Um, but we're only a few away from like 700 followers still because we're still shadow banned. But yeah. Ryan finally posted his face, so that kind of helped us a bit. Okay, I don't. I refuse <laughs> to believe that me posting my face was the thing that mattered here. If somebody wants to um, prove that Brian being a TikTok thought um, is helping us get on Shadowban, can you um, just like add us on Twitter at xemosocialclub and on TikTok at the same handle? <laughs> I'm trying to prove something here. Yeah, Lizzie's like, why don't you thirst trap? And I was like, what does that fucking mean? I don't <laughs> I even know what that, that fucking means. I'm just looking at what people do. And I'm like, me? No. No. Yeah. That's Brian. It, we literally <laughs> found the two people least likely to thirst trap <laughs> in, on the planet. <laughs> and it's like, hey, run a TikTok. Like, All right. Well, I hope no one watches this. It's like we're just too silly. Yeah. I can't take myself <laughs> seriously enough for a minute. No. <laughs> fucking hard they're like oh i mean i've seen a lot of people out there have really good thirst traps and i'm like you know what i'm i'm happy for you i'm too goofy to do this i can't do this <laughs> i'm so sorry <laughs> i don't think this is a good sell for going to check us out on tiktok i think you should just go anyway because we're fucking goofy and silly just go anyway to begin with because you're gonna <laughs> like that you're not there for always thirst traps you're there for silly shit too yeah it's a bit of both Maybe a lot more of one. It's the best. A little less of the other. <laughs> okay. I'm losing Finish my telling mind. the people what you got going on. No, that's it. It's your turn, Brian. <laughs> Shit. Um, we are, uh, you know, hanging out on the DJ nights on the stream. Friday, Saturday night, 6 p.m. Chicago time. You can find us over there on emosocialclub.tv. Had a couple really good uh, weekends of just jamming, partying, partying. Woo uh party rocking we did our uh our 21 pilots night last this previous weekend and then uh upcoming will be an evanescence power hour we'll be all dressed in all gothy it'll be a lot of fun yeah so more gothy than you usually do so usually a lot of us <laughs> yeah. are probably that emo or like that or as i've seen on tiktok the basic emo which just means you yeah. just kind of ended up dressing like a normal everyday person because yep. you became an adult um <laughs> not us clearly yeah. So, um, just like pull out some like like a lace dress if you got it, and like black yeah. lipstick or like purple yeah. lipstick, whatever, whatever vibes for you. More eyeliner than normal. Uh, that will be Saturday night. This Saturday, whatever the date is on that. I don't. Uh, the sixth. Sure. Cool. See you on the sixth. <laughs> uh, and Friday night is our normal emo and pop punk night. No themes. Just come hang. Request some good songs. Good shit. 
Uh, and then we will have another interview for a podcast live on Thursday night at 7.30 p.m. Chicago time. Uh, you can check out our upcoming guests over on our Instagram, over on our Twitter, Eximo Social Club X on Twitter, as Lizzie mentions, and uh, in, uh, Instagram and everywhere else is Emo Social Club. And um, you can find out who we're talking to. Hell yeah. Like, comment, subscribe, asshole. R rate and review. Say some nice rate things. Rate and review. Or constructive criticism, but to make it a little nice. Don't just be don't an be, asshole. Just for no don't reason. be an asshole. We will block you immediately. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I think that's it. Let's uh, let's get into the episode. Uh, here is our interview with Matt from Cathedral Bells. Welcome to the Emo Social Club podcast, broadcasting to you live from EmoSocialClub.tv. I am Brian. And I'm Lizzie, and we're here tonight with Cathedral Bells. Hello. Thank you so much, Matt, for coming on. We super appreciate it, and we're excited to talk to you. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here virtually with you guys. Yeah. We should introduce you by your actual name, Matt. <laughs> yeah. like, Matt. Oh, yeah, it's just, just like, you know, your cathedral bells. That's your first and last yeah, name. That's, that's, my, that's, that's just how my, it is. That's on my certificate. Yeah. Uh, well, let's have you go ahead and introduce yourself and uh, tell us about your band and tell us what you do in it and, and all that good stuff. Uh, well, Cathedral Bells is a, is a band uh, based in Florida. Where we're located. Uh, I formed it in uh, about some point in 2018, like towards the end of the year. And uh, it just kind of started as a solo project and it kind of brought it into like more of permanent members for live and also for re creating things. Uh, yeah, so it's just a, we call it a, it's a dream pop band. Um, has a lot, like a lot of post punk into it drum machines, a lot of reverb, and yeah, so that's <laughs> pretty much that, Cathedral Bells is the, is the name. <laughs> Sweet, yeah. Uh, you're, okay, you're on a label called <clears throat> Spirit Goth Records? Yes, uh, Spirit Goth, they just put out uh, the new album, <clears throat> album that came out uh, at the end of January. And uh, yeah, they're, they're a cool label. It's owned by Josh and his partner, Sonia. Uh, he also plays in Castlebeat, which is a really cool band. Um, it's just it's just a phenomenally good name. <laughs> yeah, I saw yeah. that. So there's no way that this is the name. And I said, it is. And I love the, the name of everything. Of yeah, it. definitely love the label. Um, everybody's putting out really cool stuff. They have kind of like their vibe and sound and like cult following. So, yeah, the name is is cool. Can't what you can't not like Spirit God. <laughs> you really <Yeah>. can't. <laughs> it's like uh, but, Cathedral Bells and Spirit Goth. I'm just feeling like I don't know. We were talking about vibe checks earlier, and I'm like that vibe checks. Oh, yeah. That vibe definitely really vibe checks check. out. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, your new album Ether definitely gave me that kind of '80s. Like you said earlier, there's a lot of post punk in it, but more like that '80s goth vibe and that's definitely what i like to listen to in like the terms awesome. of synth type music <laughs> cool yeah that's that's really good here i'm glad you like that and uh yeah it's like uh we're definitely influenced by like the cure kind of sounds so um, the cure in general uh, <clears throat> yeah um yeah that's that's fun it's fun it's fun to do and sound got got the <laughs> uh where did like so so i know you were in a band before called you blew it yeah um you blew it that's i was that was actually we formed that that was me tanner and then timothy was the was the drummer i think he ended up leaving the band at some point or i don't, I don't really know the full situation but um yeah so so uh, yeah the three of us started you blew it it's actually originally going to be called run home jack that's a, well, we decided to go with you, blew it. I like the name. I remember it from uh, from back in the day. I was like, oh, yeah, this is familiar. I remember this. Like, uh, But I don't remember having a lot of, like, synths. If I'm, if I'm, maybe I'm remembering it. Yeah. But, like, like, is this, like, a big transition from, like, what it, what you were in before and what you were doing before to, like, this? And 
and, and um, why did you want to do something so different? I feel like it's, uh, I've always kind of played in like different kind of projects. I've always been in a lot of different bands and <clears throat> different, I guess, uh, genres or um, format of music. Um, but yeah, um, I kind of always have more of like a punk kind of background, I guess. But um, I don't know, I always wanted to kind of do something a little bit more like experimental and like ambient and kind of spacey like Jesus and Mary Chain, like kind of 80s, kind of popping that way. Uh, but yeah, um, just never, being in Florida especially, like hasn't really been, um, it's not really like, I don't know, I feel like more like hardcore and punk is in Florida or like metal. Um, but there's actually a lot of uh, cool like bedroom pop bands that I'm starting to find out more about, which is cool. But yeah, so it's, I don't know why I went with this question or like, you know, where we're at with this. <laughs> But um, yeah, I guess the transition from going to Cathedral Bells, um, I've played in a couple other projects that was pretty similar. Um, and it's something that I've always wanted to do and I've always like appreciated as a kid, like just like the clean sound, like, like tones on the guitar and like chorus effects and um, like the drum machines and like the like reverb and just effects. And so yeah, that's always been like an interest and in now being able to like fully focus on it or like writing like that is just, yeah, it's nice. I couldn't imagine not having like effects and you know, <laughs> whatever the whatever I'm doing with this project. Uh, it's, it's, it feels good. So I had to create it. Where did you end up getting a lot of like the ideas for this most recent album that you have out? Because I feel like there's a lot of synth pop and dream pop bands out there. And, but I'm not finding too many of them that kind of have similar sounds that you have. Was there anything in like particular, like either in your life or anything that you were just kind of like honing in on specifically that kind of brought out these types of tones? Um, that's a good question. Uh, I don't, <laughs> I don't know if I could properly, uh, come back with, a. I don't know. I just, um, I really like reverb a lot, and that's kind of like, I kind of overuse it, I guess, um, on pretty much everything. So I think that kind of has a big part of the sound. I know a lot of artists, you know, especially for like trying to, I don't know, I guess there's like pop radio music that uses reverb, but I don't know, I just kind of like that, like kind of gritty, like almost like little black production, um, with a lot of reverb and just like it kind of like within the mix and just everything it kind of just blends together but um yeah i guess i'm kind of more like stuck on more like lost and like i guess there's a lot of bands that um carry that reverb sound too but i just like um you know bands like like dive and beach fossils like the early uh, the label captured tracks they kind of when they started they had a lot of like bands that had this like earlier sound that kind of like brought it up to more, I guess you can say like new gaze or like modern shoegaze music. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of, uh, I think where I try to fit in with this project, like a, a balance between like lo-fi bedroom pop, dream pop kind of stuff mixed with like more like new gaze. Um, all these like subgenres of, of <laughs> it's hard to, but yeah, I mean, that's kind of the best way to kind of put it. Like, I mean, I like, a lot of earlier stuff but i also can listen to i don't know it just kind of goes all over the place like a lot of stuff that i'm influenced by too is not even like dream pop it could just be like whatever it could be like jim croce for example mm. <laughs> it could just be like whatever something on the radio just kind of like music is just kind of a form of communication in a way or just some kind of you know you relate in your own ways with whatever you uh, so that's kind of what i wanted to do with this album like i didn't really know it was going to turn into an album it just kind of these songs are pretty much written in like all of 2020 just kind of like in sessions or like in random you know parts of the year and uh it just kind of turned into what it was but i just knew that i had like some kind of theme for the, the album just kind of getting more of the sounds that i did for the first album but just you know a little bit more comfortable with it, I guess, or I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if that really answered anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, it, 
I think when you're looking at like the year of 2020 and you're like, what inspired you? It's either a question of like, how did you create something in a year when like, man, it's, it's really fucking hard to create something <laughs> or, or it's like, where did you find any inspiration? I, I, I'm like, I'm sitting inside. I don't, I'm not inspired to do shit. <laughs> like I look at the same like white walls of my apartment and go, I, it's this forever. Like where am yeah. I supposed to find inspiration in that? It was a really tough year, I think, for everyone, for sure. I mean, if not, then I don't know. It must be lying or something. But, <laughs> yeah, like, I, I definitely was, like, pretty depressed and, like, miserable for, like, 2020, to say the least. So, um, yeah, I guess that's probably what sparked it. Like, I did, I was really unmotivated to write, ironically. But I just kind of, like, kept going because that's, like, all that I really had, you know, to keep some kind of... Uh, momentum going i don't know mm -hmm. uh, i couldn't like imagine not be working on something you know um in terms of like music so that's kind of what it was for me and um after like you know finishing you know each song it kind of helped me you know keep keep going forward i guess through the year but it was definitely really motivating like i scrapped a lot of stuff and i you know it wasn't as easy flushed out as it seems i guess so it kind of just worked out um pretty much towards the end of the year, I like kind of like recapped and everything. And I was like, well, <laughs> it's all like kind of came together kind of, kind of <laughs> fast, I guess. But yeah, I don't know. It was, uh, it was difficult for sure. Yeah, something positive had to come out of the chaotic year. That was 2020. And at least, you know, <laughs> oh, we yeah. got this really good album. And I also find that it's, it's really interesting that your both of your albums are kind of back to back because one came out in 2021 came out in 2021 so i was like oh yeah. this is like a kind of not like a quick turnaround but you usually don't see a lot of like artists yeah for that. sure so i thought that that was kind of cool and also to hear kind of the differences between both yeah um yeah it was not really expected um it just kind of like i mean when we were talking of, uh with, with spirit Drop, uh earlier in the year um like kind of like early in the summer we released a single off their like side label, which is called Birth DIY. Um, and that kind of like led to doing a release with Spirit Graph and they kind of just focus on albums. So we kind of talked about doing like a mini album thing. So that's kind of what sparked having another album. And it's actually getting pressed on vinyl, which we'll be sharing very soon. Um, nice. So there was a little delay in that came out, uh, the album with Ether that came out with Spirit Graph came out on the 29th of January. And um, yeah, so we have the tapes come out and now the vinyl. It, it to be like really interesting that you had like these two different records that kind of sounded a little bit different come like out. I want to, I would say back to back just because it's 2020, 2021. Um, and that, that they're just strong albums that we hear it on. And I think just think that's like really cool as a premise. Yeah, yeah. Um... Yeah, I know, like, for, for the first album, that was kind of a mix of, like, when I, um, like, a kind of an EP that kind of, so, like, the side B of that, of Velvet Spirit is kind of, like, an EP, like, when I, how I first, uh, I guess, started the project, um, and then it kind of turned into an LP. So, like, really, it was kind of written between, like, to that, like, parts of 2018 up into 2020. So, like, it kind of, um, yeah, it's the timing's all over the place, I guess. But um, yeah, I feel like I'm still. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, <laughs> no worries. Uh, it's it it's mostly you that's writing the music. Then you mentioned that like you have some some people that are are joining you. Uh, I think you said I'm more of a permanent basis now. So uh. Yeah, Has it been um, mostly you and then you have like musicians that are working with you or are you like the main, you're like, you just like write everything and you're like, I got your parts. <laughs> not really necessarily that, but I mean, I kind of like structure and write everything kind of it's more of like a still at like a at home kind of thing. But actually uh, a recent member that um, Kyle uh, that plays bass, he actually records too at home and he records a lot of bands in Orlando or just in general, like all over. And um yeah, so like he actually helps a lot with the production. He's he's done some recordings, um, at you know his his place, and so it's kind of been like a collaboration, like for more towards like maybe the last few tracks of the recent album, and then also he mixed the the full album for for the well, for the new album too. 
So it was like more of a dynamic like that. Um, yeah, it's it's definitely more like kind of like I come up with the I guess the essentials, <laughs> like you know like the sequence and like you know the, I guess the theme and like whatever the textures and then like it'll just kind of get like added or layered on. But there was a song that I um, kind of like worked with the uh, drummer Aaron. Um, we went through um, like I had an idea and he just kind of like came up with some drum beats and I just kind of like sequenced it with his like samples that. Uh, electric drum set uh, this rolling kit but yeah like uh that's like a big thing for you know like i guess the sound cues i kind of always kept it like sampled like custom samples and like drum machine stuff so there's i mean there's like live recordings on drums but like it's mainly just like all like kind of frankenstein together i guess so it's a little uh different kind of formula always really interesting especially mm -hmm. because i know a lot of our audience more often than not they probably listen to some type of synth or like non like rock music and it's like mm -hmm. oh do i just hit the button and it goes boop and it's more <laughs> it's not like that obviously because when yeah. you're talking about you like the textures you could make it do that <laughs> you can make but when it you're talking boop. about like the textures i'm like okay like you know thinking about it i could hear that in some of the ether and then some of other like kind of synth poppy bands that i've listened to have been like oh i think i kind of understand what's like going on with it like what you're mentioning and it's like really cool to kind of have that like you know extrapolated out to like have a better view on how this is all coming together yeah um yeah it's definitely a weird process of, of getting it together but it's really just kind of like a really personal thing i think that's kind of what it comes down to for me at least uh that's why i like kind of like writing and recording at home like especially like recording vocals at home like i've recorded in you know like studios and but i'm just having that at home feel. i mean it might change down the road but at least what i've done for this project so far that's kind of like what keeps it for me is just trying to keep it as like at home like bedroom feel as you can like it helps I mean it's like it, it goes into like the production of it side of it too but yeah so I, I think that is a important part of the project and that also Kyle and Aaron understand and we're able to you know connect on that and you know, yeah I think that's like the hardest thing is like having like like your intention and like what you want to do with it and then finding the right people to like come in and help you with that process like if you're if you're saying like i definitely want this to feel like bedroom pop and feel like you know it's created in this sort of an environment and then be like i need to find people that are also like that i i, I don't know what the scene is like in orlando but everybody i would know would just be like nah man guitars and, and loud and everything and big rooms and it's like sometimes you yeah, gotta I mean like Focus in yeah, a different I mean, direction. Of course, yeah. I mean, it, I mean, it definitely works for. It just really depends on like what you're trying to, you know, do. I guess. So, like I said, I mean, I listen to like a, a lot of different kind of types of forms of music. Uh, so you know, just really depends on like what you're trying to make. I guess, and that's what the beauty of music is—just kind of making something from nothing, um, and just yeah. I did want to say I was I thought it was interesting because with the whole like resurgence and like the DIY scene that people are bringing back like cassettes and I realized yeah. Spirit Goth had a bunch of cassettes and obviously Ether is on a cassette too. Uh, what's your take on that? Because I think it's cool and interesting. I know that like Walkman sales are jumping up and oh, like yeah, Walkmans sure. are really? now more expensive. <laughs> yes, because really? people are like, how am I going to listen to my cassette? Yeah, of course, you know. What? I mean, I love that. I mean, I know tapes are like cheaper to make. They're easier to make, I guess. Um, and, uh, you know, it also has like that analog, you know, sound, you know, you kind of get that nice crisp and the, you know, same thing with like vinyl too. You know, it's, it's, it's kind of more of like a collector's thing. And, uh, you know, it's like just, I mean, I, I appreciate like the art and the, you know, the tape itself. And like it just has like a different sound versus like digital or just you know, like you know I uh, I know like CDs are a thing but I know you don't really see it that much into like kind of independent um, artists or like DIY artists kind of um, I feel like tapes is a big thing for for that community and I support it I love it 
it's really interesting. I, I I found out that Walkman sales are up. I had no idea. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I'm like, is that like a, a, a Guardians of the Galaxy direct correlation where it's like you see Star-Lord and he's like bopping around his 60s and 70s music and it's like, I need to be Star-Lord. And then it's like, hey, you got a Walkman. Here's here's my band on cassette. Because all of that sounds great to me and that would literally be my like inroad to any of it. Oh my God. It's like, well, I got this Walkman because I wanted to be Star-Lord. Like I'll definitely check all these tapes out. Also yeah. compared to vinyl, like, I mean... I don't know. I, 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 from the collector side of it, obviously it's like, well, you want something physical to support. And, and if I'm, if I'm thinking of it right, like CDs just aren't really like that for most collectors in, in, in current world, even though it's like, we've moved on from like any physical media, it still is like, I'd rather have a cassette or I'd rather have a vinyl than have a CD. I don't really know yeah. what the like the physical difference or like what it changes for a person to own that versus something else, but uh, just I think cooler to have cassettes or vinyl, yeah. I guess. Definitely, definitely cooler to have tapes and, and vinyl. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like CDs is a thing too. You know, you can't really like literally bust songs. You can find some some good goodies out there. Some people have that's like convenient for their. Uh, a car, you know, not a lot of people have oh, yeah. cassettes, you know, about, that's, yeah, so I don't like players in their cars, so there's <laughs> probably like a lot of kids that like get their parents old car and they're like just driving for the first time in high school and they're just like all i got is cassettes and it's like thank god my favorite bands are putting all yeah. their music on cassettes <laughs> yeah someone out there is living the dream right now yeah <laughs> They're like, I'm living my best coming of age novel, movie, whatever it is right now in <laughs> right, this yeah. car. That's right. I was, I mean, I was driving around to like uh, Taking Back Sunday and Coheed and Cambria on CD. And if I ever have a kid come to me and be like, yeah, I'm listening to this new band on this thing called a cassette, I will slap that child. No. <laughs> <laughs> but that will also I mean, be that'd like, be kind of cool to hear that cassette, to be honest. Yeah. Personally. I'd be like, Man, all right, this kid's too cool for me. <laughs> I'm finally reached that age where I'm like, it's all coming back around where I'm like, I'm too old now. But also like the technology that I knew is like cool and retro. Oh, I'd be so mad. I'm thinking about how you angry just, I'd be. <laughs> you just have to start dressing the part now because uh, the 90s style's coming back. It's oh, yeah. time. Yeah. Gotta say, it was mentioned in chat too. Your shirt is fantastic. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, I put it on for this occasion. This is actually <laughs> the most recent thrift store find. Uh, I did Love wash it. it, so it's got a nice, <laughs> nice uh, smell to it. It's feel. it's but, it's style. It's it's really uh, it's fashion. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> it's got a nice uh, kind of fabric to it. It's like silky. It's like a, it's very '90s kind of like. I don't know. It's like it's like a rough silky. It's it's kind of interesting. Yeah. But yeah. Now I'm like okay. looking at it and I'm like, yeah, it kind of like it has like that 90s feel. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Style like, a, like a Seinfeld style. Very, yeah. Very grateful. Count your lucky stars for uh, the great thrift store finds. I literally <laughs> was just on TikTok and there were some thrift stores somewhere in Florida, which one of our um, one of the people in our Discord said that it's four hours away from them because they're also in, in Orlando. And it had like all these very chaotic things where I was like, oh, they're just going to have like different types of like cool thrifted clothes. And it's like, here's this old school, like Zoe 101, Hannah Montana looking room ripoff thing. I'm like, what is this? And there's like Dragon Ball Z, the Dragon Balls, Ooh, like Dragon replicas Ball in it. Um, I have to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm driving down. Excuse me. I'll be uh, I'll be in Florida very quickly. No. <laughs> come on, come on down. I mean, it's, uh, I don't know if you're aware that it is, it is snowing way too much in Chicago and, uh, yeah. we're, we're buried in it and like yep. everyone that I know in Florida has just been sending like weather reports, like, uh, man, it's like yeah. 70 outside. It's so hot. And I'm like, I don't think we have any friends in Florida anymore. They're all assholes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you'll get yours. You'll get yours. Yeah. But none of them have gotten theirs and I'm really upset. <laughs> Yeah, uh, no snow here. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, oh. we. 
I mean, we make fun of Florida, you know, for all the news and shit, but it's like, I, I'd be there right now. I take it over anything. Like, I, yeah. I, I don't care. It, it, it can get that bad here that I'm like, I, I don't, I'm fine with whatever Florida has to offer. Like, I oh don't care. God, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, Florida's a little wonky, but you know, mm-hmm. uh, we got, we got some things here. Uh, like we got Disney World, yeah, yeah, Universal, and yeah, we got beaches, Daytona Beach. True. Ashley, my brother and his girlfriend are at Daytona Beach today, so there's oh, that. Nice. <laughs> Getting ready for spring break. break. Exactly. Where, uh, girls gone wild. Oh no! <laughs> just in this, in this, is this panorama right now? Girls gone wild. No. <laughs> <laughs> I I did find something interesting because there was a new noise article, and I, I, I'm assuming it was an interview that you did with them, and it was them asking about like um I think it was like Saga something resorts, and it sounded like it was like a spiritual retreat, and then trying to like relate it to your music, but. It it was seem a little bit strange to me with the way that like it was they worded it and formatted it, <laughs> and mm-hmm. I guess it was like asking if it was like derived for some inspiration for your music, and I just wanted to get clarification on it because I looked up what this place was and I'm like, is this a spiritual retreat or is this like a Jared Little cult spiritual retreat? <laughs> I just want to know. <laughs> I mean, it's just like a little like town. Um, there's really no like specific spark of like inspiration in that town it's uh the town uh it's really no uh you know as far as like the music community bright eyes had an album that was named casadega which is where um that was from but yeah i mean you know i don't know it's definitely not um you know i don't know they have like a spiritual like thing but it's not like they just i don't know I don't know how to like put it. Yeah, but it's it's just a town, I guess. I keep saying I feel like I'm just saying that. Yeah, no, I I like looked it up. I looked it up and then I had like the Google Maps up and it said like one of the closest things was like a haunted museum or something. And I'm like, what's going on here? Yeah, it's it's kind of like spooky, I guess. But there's like a graveyard and like there's like old houses and I guess I I don't know, like. I, mean, I don't think there's any ghosts there, or who knows? Maybe there is. But yeah, you know, they have. They're just like weirdos, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're all weird, though, you know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, we're all a little bit weird. <laughs> like you're you're describing this, and I go, "That sounds fantastic," and I want to. Yeah, see, right? it's like we're going right now. <laughs> I like to go there. Really, I mean, like there's there's like park. There's a, a park there that kind of you know has like a lot of trails and. I mean, I like to go in there because, like, just in like, on a nice, breezy, you know, sunny day, kind of go through there. But I mean, aside from that, I mean, there's a lake, you know, just kind of like suburban living, just people living their lives there. And I think it's just kind of like an older town. So it's got like that history and it's like, you know, it's got that whole spiritual. There's just like little shops and stuff and like, you know, people that, you know, do what do you call them the psychics and stuff that will you know try to get your money and tell you about your future and stuff so (laughs) it was like stuff like that and then like people like have like facebook groups and like get together and like i think once a week or something meet up and just talk about stuff Hmm. i guess there's haunted stuff there but i mean like i don't know like when i was in high school i went into the um graveyard and that was kind of creepy because like the like liquor and it's like on this weird road but yeah i mean like yeah it's you know there's no like heavy inspiration i guess from that new noise thing that i asked that i didn't really know how you know what to but yeah it's just like a town you know <laughs> go back to that it's a town and it's, it's yeah, a spooky it's just where, town with psychics yeah. yeah like there's not like a like dream pop like community there or you know like music thing going on but yeah i'd say like orlando like is the strongest thing for like central florida for like you know music coming through and um yeah there's there's definitely pockets of florida i mean florida's a big state but um there's a lot of you know artists that are 
out doing cool things. Well, I don't know about out, but you know, like, you know, making music and putting it out. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, who are some artists in like the Orlando and like Florida area near you that you've been really like into lately, or do you think that kind of deserves a little bit more like recognition? Oh, for sure. Um, there's an artist or a band called Air Hockey that I think is awesome. Kind of sounds like a spirit goth kind of band, or it's similar to Cathedral Bells. It's got like that, like lo-fi dream pop like effects, um, cool like recordings, um, tones, textures. Um, there's another one that recently I came across that I just, I think, I think it's a solo project. I kind of briefly talked to him on social media, but it's called Dreams on Tape. It's based in Tampa. And, uh, yeah, the other band, uh, Air Hockey's in Miami. There's a couple others that, um, are just out there, you know, or there's quite a few, um, that are just kind of in little pockets, but those two, like, specifically, like, just more, like, recent ones that, like, really hit. For me, I was like, wow, like there's, it's cool to, you know, hear and see this coming from Florida. Um, I mean, because there's a lot of great bands in Florida, um, but like to, to hear something so like close to home for like, you know, this, you know, Cathedral Bells, you know, it was really cool. When we think of like, you know, a lot of cities, it's like, no, you just have like the bands in that city and like the suburbs around it. But I'm like, yeah, there's like, was, were, Lizzie, were you asking me to like name like bands from different cities? The other day, somebody was asking me to do Did this. So, all, all these like cities in Florida, and I'm like trying to name like. Uh, no, it was Kieran. Sorry, that was I'm remembering. Not me. Yeah, <laughs> it was uh, my buddy. Uh, my buddy Kieran was like, "Where was this one band from in Florida?" And I'm like, uh, 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 "Ocala." <laughs> uh, and then I'm like, "No, that's Mayday Parade." And then it's like, uh, 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 "Shit, where's where's the day to remember from?" I'm like, "Shit," uh, <laughs> like. It's like yeah. all that kind of stuff where you're like, oh, it's it's like all these different like little pockets of Florida. Like, yeah. does the scene like then does the scene feel like it changes like as you as you travel through? Is it like a different uh, uh, sense of like the music scenes throughout Florida? Or is it pretty similar? Is um, there like a lot of different like influences going around? I mean, that, I feel like that there's probably like, you know, hidden gems all over, you know, Florida. It's like, you know, artists and also like fans that listen to like, you know, cool music or whatever but um yeah i feel like though at least personally i would say like tampa and orlando or like two spots at least i would feel like i, I noticed a lot of like bands that are similar to cathedral bells like would come through and have like that kind of like community of you know i guess places to play and people show up <laughs> um but yeah uh, i feel like gainesville probably has more of like a punk or hardcore I mean, it's kind of all over the place, but I feel like that, you know, because they have the fest there, mm. um, which kind of reels out a lot of, like, the No Idea records and, like, a lot of, like, that, um, so I feel like a lot of, like, punk background, um, like, a broad, punk, I mean, just, like, a big variety of, uh, you know, like, the festival and things, but, um, so I feel like, so Gainesville would probably, like, kind of fit more into that, um, but yeah, uh, Miami seems, like, pretty diverse, too, like, there's just a lot, a lot going through. That's in South Florida. Um, I don't really know much about Tallahassee and Pensacola, but from my experience, it's pretty like cool. I got like an idea. I mean, like every again, like every big city, I feel like has like a community of you know people booking shows, you know, trying to get bands to come through. I mean, obviously we're in a pandemic now, so there's not much shows at all. But um, um, yeah, like before, and you know, I'm sure when things, I mean, I'm sure a lot of places have been hit all over for like venues, um, trying to, you know, stay open, but yeah, you know, uh, there's not like a crazy, like huge scene all around Florida. Like, I don't know, like, I don't know much about like Ocala. I know like there's a data member and other artists from there, mm. but, um, I don't know like how the scene is there. Um. So yeah, I'd say like Florida is like a big state, and like if, if you know like an artist were to come through and say like Orlando or like Tampa or Gainesville is like usually the spots that people hit or artists hit just because it's easy to go through. I don't really know. You can make a whole tour out of just Florida alone. It's like got that yeah. whole like yeah. Like, I'm not really drawing it right, but <laughs> is that Florida? I don't know. That's probably it'll, 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 it, yeah. It's the panhandle. It just goes down. You know, it, it's like you know, yeah. You get it. You can Google it later if you don't know what yeah. Florida is. Like. But yeah, there's, there's a lot going on. Uh, 
there's a lot of people here, you know? Yeah. It's a big place. I was going to say, it's like you're naming like so many cities that you can literally just like travel to all of them and play a show there. Like it's... Yeah, you can do like a, a, like a whole like week and a half tour just in Florida, like yeah. getting all these spots. But yeah, I'm trying to think of uh, missing out on uh, any regions of Florida. <laughs> We're getting <laughs> like, a certain city. Geography, it's like yeah. a geography lesson for everybody. Be like, mm-hmm. all right, guys, let's remember which state is which, and then the capital. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, so, uh, I think the, the capital of Florida is Tallahassee, all right? Tallahassee, all right? Yeah, Tallahassee. <laughs> there we go. So, Our uh, fact checkers are telling us, yes, it's uh, yep. Tallahassee. Florida 101 <laughs> for you, just testing the waters uh, on everyone else out there, people from Florida. <laughs> I only remember the capitals of states from that Animaniac song. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, I had to do that in choir in like elementary school. And I was like, I don't ever do this, but I'm never going to forget the fucking state capitals now. So, what year did you guys graduate? High school? High school? Uh, I graduated in 05. Uh, 2012. Yeah. It's it's upsetting every time I hear her say it. I'm of seven, so I'm kind of like in between. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Then I'm like, oh yes, you're of course, you know, like in in normal normal ages, and then there's just children (laughs) (laughs) who are like, what's this Walkman? This is a cool new piece of technology. Yeah, yeah. This thing called tape. Sets are a new thing. Yeah. Yeah. Just came out. Ah, Dad, you don't understand. I need my cassette tapes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think Mac DeMarco formed the cassette tapes. I think that's what Wikipedia says. I, I believe that 100%. Just like knowing how Mac DeMarco is as a person and his persona, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Just came out and we're like, whoa, what's a tape? Wow. Yeah. Uh, I used to collect a lot of VHS, actually, now we're on the analog subject, you know. I used to love mm-hmm. VHS. I still do. I mean, I'm kind of a big fan of, not kind of, I'm definitely a fan of just like, which VHS is cliche and you know as you probably see it everywhere in those you know promoted ads you know scrolling through social media you'll see it mm-hmm. somewhere but yeah I mean I'm a fan give me all the glitch you know yeah. even even the bad Netflix movies the do- the documentaries of, you know like the ghost like first person here and all the ones with the fake glitch I'll, I'll take it yeah no Just it's like all, it... all the glitch all this like vaporwave stuff and all this like uh old style like bring it back like taking like pristine 4k video and then just putting like like cropped in boxes and like glitches over it i'm like i love that shit i love them like tear it up (laughs) and it's just like like, it's weird nostalgia i don't know it's weird you would ask me whatever what was that chicago vaporwave music style that you asked me oh c-punk I'd never heard C-punk. of that in my entire life. That sounds really cool. Wait, D-Punk or C-Punk? It's a, uh, C as in S-E-A. It's like literally a, uh, uh, it's, it's kind of like Vaporwave. It's very like Windows 95, uh, like, like original computer looking oh, yeah. stuff, like, like graphic design and stuff. Love uh, it. and then all of the people who perform it have like either like blue hair or purple hair or pink hair. And it's like, very neon and the aesthetics are just very like ocean i don't know ocean. you try to describe like it. it and you're like how ocean do i describe this thing and it's like it was literally <laughs> like five people in chicago that were just like we'll just figure out the fucking weirdest oh. thing we can do uh and then just like yeah but i was i saw like a c-punk dj and c-punk artists and i'm like i have no idea what this is i i'm i'm watching it it's happening in front of me and i couldn't tell you what this is but uh, well, I think point. that might be uh, the next album name, actually. Sorry to mean that. C-Punk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> C-Punk. Look, they're definitely not doing it anymore. So I don't feel like it's... It's over like... grabs. It could be yours now. Oh, yeah. I'm going to take it a little bit. So what, what part happened? of Chicago? Sorry, I'm like through... Oh, I'm, I'm no, 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 it's fine. I'm going, no, you're good. Where in Chicago are you guys from? Where are you from? In well, Lizzie Chicago. lives in the suburbs. And technically, suburbs. technically, it's frustrating to hear her say that she's from Chicago. But... I don't. That's I a, say I'm in the suburbs know, of Chicago. Uh, and I live uh, on the north the north side of the city. You are the, the northwest the side, sir. Come on. Yeah, it's right. north. Northwest. <laughs> northwest. 
child. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's all of these like little like uh, pocket neighborhoods, either on north side or south side. Uh, uh, tends to be where people are. To all north of my side Chicago is where people. all like north side is where all like the rich people who are like i kind of want to be in the city but i don't want to be in the city live come on yeah. brian <laughs> i'm so sorry that i would put myself there <laughs> are you guys at good at parallel parking no in, in chicago yeah. it's no. like part of like you have to like if you live there you get like that's part no, of like i the my... you have to know how to at my last radio job, we always had to like drive the cars to like go to the events. And so I had a team of seven people with me and <laughs> five of us <laughs> could not parallel park. So we always had to have one person on the team. If we went to a place that didn't have like a normal parking lot, <laughs> we just said, you need to parallel park. I will drive you there and back. I don't care where it is, but you have to parallel <laughs> park. park. I actually had one of my friends, they called me. Cause I was like their lead coordinator and they said, Hey Lizzie, do you know how, like, I can't parallel park? And I said, yeah, what happened? They're like, so I tried and I hit an electrical box and I said, an electrical box is not near the curb. <laughs> so <sighs> it's rough out here. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I understand that for sure. Being in Michigan was cool. Like literally, was very yeah. cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've but, never you know, been to Michigan. I assume that it's cool. It's I, have windier, friend, I have a friend who's moving up there sure. actually, and he's like it's kind of like weird rich kid energy but also like weird in general he's like my parents bought a boat and it's like a boathouse i said okay he's like i'm gonna go live there and take care of it now and i said okay huh. <laughs> hmm. yacht life yeah, yeah. Dream, if, you're a, nice. if you're if you're an edgy yeah. kid on a on a boathouse you're technically a sea punk sea punk it's oh god i feel so bad that we even brought it up because i brought it up before and i'm just like guys this is like so so stupid esoteric like it just nobody knows what the fuck this thing is including the people who created it uh i'm so sorry we even brought it up but it's like it's coming back around it's coming back around like all these retro things coming back around you know windows 95 it's coming back cassettes they're all coming back yeah Actually, I'm, I'm using that, like... Windows 95, actually. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm never going back to Windows 95. The next uh, Windows 10 update is actually just going to be Windows 95, but with a little grid. That's this all is like, it's going to be. <laughs> this is like redesigning Facebook to look like MySpace or some shit. Do you remember Jazz Ball? On Jazz Windows Ball? J uh, <laughs> Jazz Ball. Not, not Jazz Ball, but Jazz Ball. No. Yeah, Google it later on. Uh, I recommend <laughs> that's my message for this, this podcast. This is yeah. Everybody, Google Jazz Ball. You, you, I'm surprised you, you know you never played that on 95. I don't think so. I don't think so. Was it the little pinball game? No, it was like a box, and there was a ball, and then like each round you get further into, like there's more balls and it's more complex. But like you gotta like. Hit, hit, like, click on the mouse to like make this like little like uh, blocks to go up and like fill like the corners or like the walls to like trap the balls basically. Hmm. It was a pretty cool game, um, I reckon, but yeah, you know, it was all about time and distance, and space between the ball, the balls, the cathedral balls. There's some physics in there, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's some physics in that, yeah. That's gonna be the next music video coming out, actually. The next, next one is just gonna be jazz ball. But now I'm trying. I'm, I'm, yeah, it's definitely jazz ball. Yeah, I, I, I just found it. I it's, I've never played it, my, it. Oh yeah, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's, it's a, it's, it's a game. It's I a game. About like it's brick a cool breaker game. or something, but yeah, this is oh, totally no. different. You guys remember Minesweeper? That was a, yeah. I didn't like that one. I played I that think. so many times and never understood the rules. I, exactly. That's why I didn't like playing it. Because yeah. I know like the three, the two, the one, and I know the spikes. You're like, but I didn't know how to like 
accelerate to the you know, I was like, I'm just clicking things and guessing. Yeah. It's like uh it's got one thing. I don't know what it is, never mind. But yeah, it's it's, it's like a catch twenty two and you just you know, eventually I was a, I was, I was just too young to understand that you weren't supposed to blow up the mine. You're supposed to like, yeah, yeah. you're supposed to avoid the mine. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh man, I won. Everything exploded. Yeah, I didn't even make I it to round two. I did the best. <laughs> I scored. That's generally, know? what I thought. I was like, oh yeah, I found it. I yeah. find it every time. Don't worry. I always find the mine. Solitaire. What about, what about yeah. solitaire? And I, I love like changing the, uh, like customizing my uh, card deck. Yeah. It, it it's insane how all of these games were like like we never really had to get better than these games and the <laughs> fact that we did is almost arrogant of the human race like we already it's almost arrogant it's almost arrogant like we already succeeded with video games with solitary minesweeper i don't know what the hell we're doing here yeah well I hope this this has got to be the highlight uh episode right here about <laughs> yeah solitaire <laughs> this is this is Things we need to, you know, discuss into 2021. Um, I mean, they had Solitaire and all these other video games, and then they had Dreamcast, which I was a big oh, Dreamcast. Oh, Dreamcast, yeah. I had a Sega Saturn, too. Did you ever, did you ever remember that? That was like a brief... I wanted it, yeah. It was I like... Want... No, it was like, you got a Genesis? What do you need the Saturn for? And I was like, ah, oh, it, it was good. It's Genesis like, was nice, though, too. Genesis was great. There were so yeah. many good games on that. Uh... Dreamcast was incredible. Dreamcast was a phenomenal system. Yeah, Crazy Taxi Cab, that was it. And the Donald Duck game that was, that was on there. <laughs> the Donald Duck game. Listen, Duck I was game. like six years old. Yeah, and then fair, my dad's fine. like, you know how we got these video games? We torrented them on here. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, Dreamcast was, you know, you get the burned CDs, you know? Yeah. yeah. There. Didn't have any privacy settings on it. Yeah. That's why it was so great. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I never did great. any of that. I was always just scared, but I pretty much just played Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure 2 over I mean, and over, and over at again. a certain point, there's a there's cat. The cat. There's the cat on the stream. Can we get an interview <laughs> with the cat, please? Can, interview what, cat? Can hear, what do you think? Is this weird? <laughs> Say hello. <laughs> Say hello to you in the social club. I am Lola. What do you think about the okay. album? <laughs> she loved the album. She was literally there the whole time. Like every time, she was actually pretty much the, the, the co-producer. She was there hmm. for every uh, executive decision. Does she get to be in the liner notes then? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she. Yeah, well, uh, in the liner notes. <laughs> you can Google that too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you find anything if you Google. Yeah. yeah. A lot of homework for the audience today. <laughs> They're going to go yeah, through and like, They're like, I'm yeah. listening to a podcast to learn something, but now I have to go learn more. It's like, shit. <laughs> it's just that's, that's, uh, everyone should yeah. Do. Come away knowing what jazz ball is after this. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm, just, I'm sure there's an app. You have like Android or an iPhone or any phone or anything. You can, you can get that. Yeah. Get that's very important. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get it now. I need to play that damn game. I'm gonna just like losing whole whole days to it. <laughs> That's the inspiration for the next thing. It's not a bad idea. Yeah. Like you just it's appearing be in the Jez game. Like... and Sea Punk. Sea Punk. It's gonna be know? so chaotic. It's gonna be great. No, yeah, it's it's good because like. Coming up with like titles and, and, and all that stuff, I just got all these these uh this back catalog here that I can just pull from now. Let's just keep showing out ideas. Yeah. So I'm gonna use it for the next. <laughs> next See, it's like this is what I'm saying. It's like you sit around by yourself all day, and I just like look at things, and I go, I'm not inspired. I have no ideas, and it's like as soon as you sit with other people, you're like, dude, ideas just just. I'm it's like, this is, this is wild, but like, we got to pursue this. We got to try this thing. <laughs> this is cool for me too, because I, I normally don't, you know, I'm not like, I don't just feel like uncomfortable doing like any kind of like podcast kind of thing. So this is, I feel very comfortable. This is nice. So thank you for having me. And uh, yeah. yeah, but um, 
Yeah, I'm just gonna throw that part out there. So it's like, you know, socializing and all this. Is... I don't know. Yeah, it's a, it's like I felt. Like I don't really need these interactions in real life anymore. And then I'm just like, oh, it's because like we're talking to people like every week and it's like, oh, this is like actually for me, it's very similar to that. That feeling of like having those like inhuman interact or in-person interaction, not inhuman. <laughs> that was a weird way of putting that, but like in-person interaction. It's like it still feels like good. And like uh, I'm, I'm sure for you, it's like when you go to shows and like you get to perform for an audience and meet everybody at the show, it's like you miss that that new people that are coming to you and, 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 you know, that, that whole part of like the, the, the human interaction is like really lost when you like can't go anywhere and you can't see people. And, uh, I'm sure, especially when you have new music to play and it's like, ah, no one, no one can see me play it and no one can, I can't talk to people about it and I can't see anybody at the shows anymore. Sure, if you uh, because you had mentioned that the first record came out in 2020, so I wasn't sure if you actually had like if you had hadn't played any shows with the the albums you released. So, yeah, they were both released in the pandemic. So, there's like uh, when Velvet Spirit came out, we played a like record release show like the day of, and then we had like some tours and everything planned for like shows, and then that was it, like that was the only show. And then we played like we like a little like mini tour, like we played New York and New Jersey in February, like a couple, like a week or two before that. And uh, that was pretty much it for 2020, you know, pandemic started. And that's been it, too, that's been it. And then that's what, like, I guess, like, the writing kind of came into play. But, um, yeah, it was, like, pretty much when I formed the project. It was, like, con like constant, like, shows, I feel like. There was, like, a lot of touring for a short amount of time, like, time frame. Um, of doing the project, like pretty much 2019, there was a lot of shows. Like looking back, and I was like, "Oh wow!" So it was kind of a weird transition from playing a lot of shows, you know, and it's like a year basically, and then kind of slowing down and having like all the serious, serious stuff happen, you know, around the world, and just kind of like, well, <laughs> yeah. It's really so yeah, so that's kind of like how the recent album Ether came out, just like being in 2020 with no shows and you know not having that is weird. You know, it's it's like nice though to like you know have like time more time to to work on music, but it's also weird you know to not have that you know way to release and get together and just like have that you know memory and moment of just playing and you know seeing seeing artists too and being able to just have that connection it's good 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 times yeah you guys go to a lot of shows or did have yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> to like, uh, you know go to shows are you getting You've been to a lot of shows before. Yeah. 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 You know, have yeah, you yeah. been here before? Yeah. <laughs> you guys go to shows often? You guys come here out? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. We, uh, I don't know. I, I stopped going to a lot of shows because I was just like tired. Yeah. Or I would bring, like, I would tell Brian to come to shows with me and just kind of yeah. like bully him to come with me. <laughs> it's great when it's like an early show and it's like, just a couple of two or three bands mm -hmm. that's like the, the perfect perfect time slots exactly it's like ah oh, man i am tired Good thinking bed. about it <laughs> I tell bed, bed. Bed. I talk, I'm on bed. yeah <laughs> uh so it's gonna be for for two, when shows start happening again it's gonna be all right so we gotta start the show at 5 p.m uh <laughs> Sound check is at four thirty. Shows over by eight thirty. Yeah, that's how it goes. <laughs> the the funny thing about like this past year and interviewing a lot of musicians is that now everyone's like, yeah, we'll 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 see you when we when we tour up to Chicago. So it's like I feel like as soon as shows come back, like we have a hundred shows that are all going to line up in the same week, and we're just going to be like bouncing back and forth to say hi to everybody just ping-ponging <laughs> yeah i mean the good thing is depending on what neighborhood it's in we could probably like run down the street to one and then run back to the other yeah yeah there'll be a lot of ping-ponging around we actually um so yeah we're we have like shows that are like there's a route 
of the tour. Um, but I'm sure it'll be, I don't really know, like, what's the plan in terms of, like, when things are safe. And, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think it's probably known that it'll get pushed back whenever things are just kind of, yeah, there's definitely, like, you know, we got to make up for not playing a show for both the albums released. So we just have, like, the records and, you know, we want to be able to play, play them out. Yeah, where can everybody find you? You just uh, search Cathedral Bells and it'll show up on you know, Spotify. <laughs> um, Instagram, search Cathedral Bells. Spirit Goth is a label that we're on. Uh, yeah. That's, that's it check it yeah, out that's pretty easy yeah there we go short easy. simple sweet everyone's got to find the, uh... you now while they're looking for jazz they got to look yeah. it up too and just all at once just play play cathedral bells on spotify <laughs> it's interesting that like because I, I i searched for you and i'm like oh he, like for some reason i would have thought cathedral bells was like taken from like a long time ago like we can't get emo social club on certain platforms because like somebody has taken it and i was like damn like he got it you know sometimes you like see somebody and they get like the username and it's like damn good he did that (laughs) it's not just like some random person with like two followers has made one post and it's like ah that's a great band name what are you doing with it right uh yeah because you it's just like you have it like sometimes people don't get like the uh the right this the screen name that they're looking for yeah like it's not like cathedral bells band or like official cathedral bells it's like damn it's just, yeah. just straight through yeah it's a lot better it's a lot better to have it and it's like there's always that like risk you take when you're like i'm, I'm gonna name it this and then you're like let me go check. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, yeah, somebody has it. So many times. Like, that's the thing is like, you know, just things keep creating. You just, I don't know. It's just, there will be repeats. There is actually, I uh, just actually had a conversation about this. There is a Cathedral Bells like duo ambient band you can find on Bandcamp. Uh, they're from Cleveland, Ohio. Um, they have recordings of two, 2011 Bandcamp. So I'm going to put a plug in for them. I hope they're listening. Hopefully, uh, two cold in Cleveland. They're still there, but it's 2011 Bandcamp. Another Cathedral Bells two two uh, dose duo. Uh, pretty ambient instrumental tunes there. Well, after you've listened to uh, to this Cathedral Bells, goals yeah, and the other ones. Bells. If you got time, check out the other one. Check yeah. out the other one. I'm on, sure on Cathedral Bell, like Bells or Bell, plural or singular, um, artists out there, or, or not, maybe just like song titles or album names, you know. Um, this isn't a religion, but you can you can make Cathedral Bells a religion. Shouldn't <laughs> <laughs> in for one for funsies. What else are we doing, doing right now? Yeah. It's a cult, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, everything is a cult nowadays. Um, Don't juice. Don't, don't drink this. <laughs> don't take anything anybody offers you after they say yeah. that they're a cult. <laughs> just just be like, oh, cool. And then like maybe high five them if you feel comfortable. You're in, no, maybe. just you have to do it with your, your elbow. You're like, okay, mm. now I'm going to go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, well, sick. Uh, we will uh, we'll continue the conversation over on Twitch after this. Uh, but uh, this will be the end of the podcast episode. Uh, yeah. Go and listen to Cathedral Bells. Uh, go check them out on the internet. Google Jezball. Google C-Punk. Really get your homework in. You know, we, there will be a test. Uh, and um, yeah, thanks for joining us tonight, Matt. Yeah, thank you so much. This was a good time. Thank you. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Well, thanks for checking us out this week. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure you go to your favorite podcasting app and you let them know. You say, hey, I like this. You give them a like. You give them a rate. You give them a review. You tell them that you know it was good, good stuff, right? Just say, it's just say, just be like good shit or good something shit. like that. Yeah. Uh, uh, put like a little. Can you put an emoji in the review? You can do a little Italian so. like chef's kiss or like that's yeah. good shit. Ooh, give it that a chef's kiss. Yeah, give us, give us a chef's you, kiss. 
If you like this podcast, <laughs> give it a chef's kiss on Apple uh, Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you are listening. If you are on, uh, if you just like YouTube, I mean, you're not hearing this if you're watching it on YouTube, but you could also just, you know, go chef's kiss it over there too. Maybe you're like, you know what? I don't want to rate you on these. I'm going to rate you over there on the on the YouTube chef's kiss emoji. I think that'd be really nice. Be a yeah, real sweet it, thing it, for it'd you to do. Be real something. Be real something. Be really something. Well, thank you for checking us out again this week. We'll be back next Monday with another episode of the podcast. Uh, from all of us here at the Emo Social Club Podcast, I am Brian. And I'm Lizzie. And we will catch you again real soon. Bye! Maybe next time I don't scream it. Maybe next time I just give a good... I mean, you did that and it felt kind of off when I edited it. Fell off. <laughs> it felt off because you're like, okay, bye. I'm like, mm, I don't like that. <laughs> Leave all this in. <laughs> oh, it's gonna. Leave all of it in. Fade out faster. Fade out faster. Why didn't I make? The, why did I make the fade out so long? I can't believe you've done this. Oh my god, I can't believe you've done this.